All right, KISS Army, welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today and letting us into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. This is a KISS-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. Welcome to episode 411 of the KISS FAQ Podcast. I got my numbering screwed up earlier in the week when Andy came on to talk about the Peter Chris cutting room appearance with Sisters Dolls. So now we'll play catch up and get ourselves all sequentially right again. I do want to start off the show just wishing everyone who's traveling to Nashville this weekend for Creatures Fest the very best of times. I hope that it meets expectations um, and that Vinny shows up. <laughs> you know? And if not, you you're going to have plenty of other things going on. They put on a hell of an event. I can't wait to see the tank in action. I can't wait to see people's smiling, happy faces from Facebook posts. And uh, I look forward to video and reports on various podcasts uh, as a result. So, you know, obviously in light of what's gone down this week in Dallas, be aware, be safe, look after each other, be good people, and enjoy Music City to the most um, possible. It's a sad day, um, you know, all around. Alan White, is that was that right, Mark? Yeah. Yes, drummer. Yeah. Uh, passed away, as did one of the founding members of Depeche Mode. Um, I know Ray Liotta. And Ray, Ray Liotta. Liotta. I love Field of Dreams. Hate baseball, love Field of Dreams. Um, and, of course, Goodfellas. Yeah. Um, and, and that's really it as far as I go with Leota. But um, Mark is, does co-host a Yes podcast. So, uh, you know, Mark, you know, just give us some quick thoughts before we get into today's topic and maybe give people an album that you think they should check out in order to hear this cat drumming. Okay. Well, I'm, it, it was a big shock. I mean, I didn't expect, I mean, to say I didn't totally expect it would be a lie because he has been ill of late. But we always suspected, though, that it was mainly just due to his back because he was not touring because he had had a back ailment, right? Mm. And this latest tour that they just put up not long ago that they were going to do in the UK, uh, they told like three days ago, they posted that Alan was pulling out of it because of his some uh, health issues. And lo and behold, now we find out that he has passed away. So uh, it was very surprising. We thought it had more to do with his back again. So that's why we were kind of shocked by the whole passing of a of Alan White. Uh, incredible guy, fantastic drummer, fantastic person. We had the we had the pleasure of actually interviewing him on the Yes Music podcast. He was a really hospitable, very kind-hearted guy, sweet guy, and uh, was willing to answer all questions, which is really odd for people of his stature. Uh, but, you know, if you want to listen to some fantastic Alan White drumming, take out the Yes album Relayer put on Sound Chaser, or put on the whole album. It's just absolutely fantastic drumming. Nice. Well, let's move on to happier things. Mm -hmm. And I've got a simple question for everyone. Uh, All right, we're, oh. we're, we're back with studio album Deathmatch number two. And if you watch Deathmatch number one, then you know which albums are going to be facing off head to head. It's crazy to wait and see where these pieces are going to fall because it's completely <laughs> random. It might be fun. It might be a train wreck. I think today's matchup tends towards the latter. Um, but this seat, there are no seatings. The, the matchups between albums are completely random. The matchup between songs are completely random. You know, so which song's going to navigate the minefield of lunacy and, and emerge supreme, the king of the mountain, shall we say, of this insane mix? I'm going to shut up. Um, so what we do is put all of the songs from one album into a red cup and all of the songs from the other into a green cup. And then we pick and they go head to head. And this week it is Dynasty, courtesy of Mark jinxing us versus... Dynasty. Destroyer, you mean? Destroyer. Destroyer. Starts with a freaking D, and I've been typing right <laughs> already a train wreck. Dynasty. Wow. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Off to a good start. So it is, of course, Destroyer versus Crazy Nights. One album had nine songs. The other had 11. So I threw Rock and Roll Demons in there. Um, and it's up to you guys whether that stays in there. It was, it was listed as a specific track on the acetate. True. So I'm going to play technicalities because I want to avoid as many extras that go into the reject cup. So we're going to randomly pick and the panel will choose its favorite of the two songs. And the winner will go into the pink cup, which represents the next round. 
And uh, then we'll repeat this whole process again through that as we whittle our list down. So we'd never know what's going to end up because it's it would be too predictable otherwise, mm. wouldn't it? So just quick thoughts on uh, what you think about this matchup, Lonnie. Destroyer versus Crazy Knights. And try not to laugh. It's like... Um... You know, you know, it, you know, college football, you know, when college football kicks off that, you know, Alabama might play like nor Northern Idaho or something like that as like a warm up game type thing. It kind of reminds me of that. I mean, not, not, not that I mean, it, it's going to be really tough. I mean, you're going against one of the great kiss albums of all time, what an album that they're really known for and that they, you know, just, just trumpet endlessly against an album that you're, is very different and is, is not the kind of album that somebody wanted to get into Kiss. I'd say, oh, we'll go listen to Crazy Nights. It'd be one of the last albums I'd tell them to go to go listen to. So it's 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 almost like a David Goliath situation almost. Yeah, and to use a European analogy sports-wise, that's like having Liverpool play Man United. Um, oh. Danny, Danny understands my analogy. Sorry, Dana. <laughs> Just fucking baseball and American football and all this, but well, <laughs> that's not much I can do about it. Um, you guys should be talking about the NHL and uh, hockey. The blues that are, 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 are Blues are still in in the Stanley Cup. Uh, maybe they can bring a second cup home. We'll see. But uh, what I'm really enjoying is Connor McDavid. His I don't think I've seen a better player. Well, anyway, that's enough hockey. <laughs> uh, Destroyer and uh, and Crazy Knights. Well, you do have to keep in mind that Mark is on the panel and he said a few things about Destroyer that hasn't been that positive. So you have Mark here and usually when you think of an album from the 70s, you think, well, that's a classic. But when you look closer, you find one, two, three, or maybe four songs that haven't stood the test of time. So I do see there can be some, uh, you know, uh, Crazy Night songs that go through to the next round. I think we'll we'll get two or three songs to the next round, but we'll see. All right, Mr. Bob Ezrin sucks, Mark, wow. who uh, who jinxed this whole thing in the last episode. When I, I'm yeah, about to do right. the drawing next, this, at the end of this episode, please just stay quiet, everyone. <laughs> you know, let's not tempt fate even further, though I, I don't think it gets any crazier than this. Mark, your thoughts? Um, well, I think it's going to be, like you guys said, uh, David and Goliath. Match. Well, in my mind, at least, it's going to be a David and Goliath match, but not the way you guys are probably thinking. In my mind, it's pretty obvious who, who, who the winner should be in this uh, really competition. <laughs> but, you know, I'm curious to see how it's going to all play out because, you know, we have, you know, people like Lonnie, who, you know, obviously has made his opinions very obvious about which way he's going to lean. You know, probably the same with uh, Ken, although he is the voice of reason and sometimes he will, you know, go with logic as opposed to his heart, which is good. Right. And same with Daniel. Daniel also likes a little bit of controversy. You know, he's that guy from Sweden who likes a little bit of injection of controversy. So knock it to the knock it Sweden from out of nowhere. So you never know. You never know how it's going to go. And Julian, you know, he, he's also he's the king of controversy. So you never know. He might he might put in something or say something that'll just make this whole thing just that much more exciting. You never know. Stay tuned and watch. Yeah, we're going to find out. All right, Ken, voice of reason. The Lonnie, you should be offended. <laughs> Mark, Mark talking smack about you. I know. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I know how he's going to go. I know he's going to go. Oh, you do. All right, voice of reason. Right. Let us well, yeah, all I can say is um, it, yeah, it looks like a lopsided battle. <laughs> but, uh, it, it, you know, sometimes they, these underdogs... Uh, pull some quick ones and, and, you know, surprise, make surprises, uh, you know. So uh, never say never and, and nothing's a sure thing on everything. Uh, it all depends upon the matchup, I think. Absolutely. And and my green screen is so fucked. Um, it, it's going to be interesting what matchups actually happen because anything is possible. So let, let's get into it. I've been shaking this cup around. Um and this one there's no well. wine in there yeah. it, it didn't turn into wine I, I just don't have those skills man so i'll just mm -hmm. keep drinking that core's light like a complete pussy um <laughs> all right 
first song up comes out of the crazy nights. Oh, great. We're off to a strong start. It's going to be Reason to Live versus Reason to Live. First one out of Destroyer. Oh, damn it. Do you love me? Reason to Live or Do You Love Me? Which song did they play last week in concert? Daniel. Uh, uh, let's see. I have to check my list. Uh, this is a pretty close one for me. Um, I've actually ranked them one just what? just above the other one. Yes, I think "Do You Love Me" is one of the most uh, you know how do you say it? Um, people think way uh, yeah. I think people think way too much about the song because it's really repetitive. Um, it's a pretty silly chorus. Uh, it's uh, really up Paul Stanley's alley. He sure likes it when they say that they love him. Everybody loves him. So I, I kind of have grown a bit tired of the song. I, I do like the instrumental ending that they added. I remember watching the uh, reunion tour and they added some instrumental, you know, extended ending. Uh, kind of cool. But um, I'd rather hear actually Reason to Live. I remember watching the, the video back in the 80s. And uh, I think it was pretty cool, and it was a hot chick, and I could do without the special effects, like the burning toy car uh, was pretty bad. But but uh, but um, I'd actually give this one to Reason to Live, and I, I, I guess people would be pretty, uh, you know, they might might want to kill me. But uh, but uh, I've heard "Do You Love Me" so many times, and I think it's overrated. Uh, I'd rather hear something else in 20 days when I'm watching my next Kiss show. You're not going to hear Reason to Live. Nope, I know. <laughs> You're going to hear Do You Love Me. <laughs> but uh, it, it might go through to the second round. Let's see what happens. I don't think so, but I, right. I give my vote to Reason to Live. All right. Lonnie. Um, do You Love Me. 100%. 100%. Um, Daniel mentioned that well, it's, it's kind of a silly chorus, and they say the same thing over and over. Well, it's a Kiss song. Christine 16. How many times do they say Christine 16 in that song? Um, and it's kind of a silly chorus. That's and not a good the one either. Thing over and over again. So, and I, I, I enjoy Do You Love Me, and I, it's one of my favorite songs, actually, for them to play live. I, I, really, I really like the, the interaction between Paul and the audience with, with the first, vo first verse, singing it back and forth with one another. Um, and I and I do like the live version of ever since they since we need to a little intro, but the little outro um, that they do. Um, but no, I, I think I think it's a fun song, and it's it, it definitely gets my gets my vote. Reason to live is fine. It's actually one of the better songs on Crazy Nights, but do you love me trumps it for sure? All right, Mark, have at it. <laughs> well. I think it goes without saying that I'm going to go with reason to reason to live because come on, Daniel is right. That song is just weak. Okay, that song is terrible. Do you love me? I mean, it's so so. Do come you on. love me? And, and those ridiculous tubular tubular bells that Ezra, of course, puts at the end of the song. Dong dong. What is it like Christmas and like you know New York City or something? Come on, like the, this is ridiculous the way he produces. This is why I don't like this record. He puts the most unbelievably unnecessary things into these songs if, if this was a live version of the song i'd probably lean more towards it because it doesn't have all that garbage of piano all the choral bells and this and that in there and you know the overly reverbed drum set at the beginning it's like it sounds like he's playing in like in a warehouse somewhere you know like come on i i, I don't like it i mean <clears throat> they put it in a good spot on the album you know at the very end because i don't have to listen to it ever you know and it's just very weak, this song. I, I have to go with Daniel. That This is definitely a no-brainer for me. Reason to live all the way. Why are you on this show? <laughs> <laughs> for, that, for that very reason. I love Kiss. I love lots of their stuff. Yeah, he loves Reason to Live. That's why he's yeah. on the show. He didn't have one thing to say about these Reason to Live. Not one thing. Why Why are you picking Reason to Live? Tell me, because... tell me, long, tell me good things about okay. Reason to Live. I prefer the production of it. Okay. 
I think Nevison did, no, a, tell me did a good, good job. About, prefer, not prefer. Don't compare it. What? Tell me something good about Reasonable Lips. Tell me why I think why Paul, it's so Stanley great. Sings, Paul Stanley sings excellent on that song. Okay. True. Great vocal performance. Great guitar solo by Bruce Kulick. Absolutely. Great playing. Okay. And for the time period when it came out, it was a strong power ballad. You know? My wife's like, why are you yelling? It, 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 <laughs> It, it, it isn't good. I'm not going to go as far as to say it's the best power ballad of the era. It definitely wasn't, but it was definitely very strong. And, you know, it definitely, I think, helped push that album. It was a good selection as a single, I thought, you know. But, you know, I, I think they could have still did a little extra to it to make it a bit better. But I definitely think I prefer the, the, the production styling of this song rather than Mr. Ezrin's, you know, pompous, cocaine-fueled production that he did for Destroyer. Just to uh, inject some minutiae into proceedings, mm -hmm. they were going to remix it and reissue it in the summer of 1990 to give it a second mm -hmm. chance. So mm -hmm. that's how much they thought of the production. <laughs> so, oh, damn, Gina. We're going to put it in my like uh, Daniel. Well, yeah, they didn't. <laughs> oh, yeah, clearly. Um, voice of reason. Please. Help us. It's the one. Uh, well, well, Reason to Live is one of my, probably one of my favorite songs off of Crazy Nights. Um, it's a, it's a great, uh, it's a great heart song, um, but uh, it's not a great kiss song, really. I mean, it's a good kiss song, but not great. Uh, so anyway, um, Do You Love Me is, is the winner for me. Uh, even though I'm, you know, sure I'm getting tired of it too. I, I see it every, you know, the last few times I've seen Kiss in concert. Uh, but if if it, if Reason to Live was played that much, and I would be more tired of Reason to Live than Do You Love Me. I think. Um, uh, yeah, there's some. Yeah, sure. There's tubular bells, <laughs> some crazy stuff that Bob does in it, but it's it's still a different and uh, more interesting song even uh, than reason to live is your no reason to live your standard copy of like i said heart you know ballad at that time period or you know ozzy or what whatever they were doing you know that was the trend um but uh, do you love me it kind of stands out as a this interesting different type of melodic song that um uh kiss did and i always loved the you know the middle bridge of that is very 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 cool actually so that's I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with that. Which was do you love me? Do you love me? So that means it's two two and I have to break the tie. Okay, do you love me? I'm sorry. You, you know, as as much as I I, I, I do like uh, reason to live, but come on with all that synthy keyboard shit going on there. It's I wanna know what love is by foreigner ripped off by Paul Stanley wearing a heart outfit. Um, it, it's it's a great ballad for the jacket. For, yeah, for the that's era. a pretty good combination, I think. <laughs> it, it is, but give me give me the originals and classic Kiss ah. um, and any day. Though the only thing I'll say about Do You Love Me, it really seems to be something that should be sung by Gene uh, for the character that he became because he was still transitioning from Bat Lizard Demon into you know um, kind of the creepy. Christine 16 voice. Well, he was always the voyeur going back to watching you. So, um, yeah, let's put that one to rest. Reason to live is not beating. Do you love me? Sorry, guys. Um, not, not, on, not on my watch. Um, all right, moving on. Next one is going to be. Sorry, my arthritis is bugging me. Oh, God, I got old. All right, Mark. God of Thunder versus. Doesn't matter. Oh. Okay. Good girl gone bad. Those are quite different songs. <clears throat> they are very different songs. And again, that's one of the for me, one of the better ones off uh Crazy Nights. Yeah. Is it was actually Gene starting to refine some form, but for fuck's sake, God of Thunder is winning. Lonnie. God of Thunder. <laughs> Ken. <laughs> Yeah, no doubt, God of Thunder. Mark. Uh oh. Actually, this is this is going to be kind of difficult to be Come honest, on. because what? 
Yeah, because come on, God of Thunder is a song. You see, you got you guys are forgetting one thing here. You we're hate talking. We're Destroyer. talking. No, no, no. Well, well yeah, that. number one. But number two, we're talking about that album. Okay, if you were talking about God of Thunder played off of Alive Two, I might have a different view on it. But this view of this this version of it is one that I never liked. All the all the damn kids yelling in there. It's like you can't listen to this song on headphones. Those those annoying kids will just not shut up during the whole song. Okay, <laughs> I wish they would have got rid of those kids once and for all. Like it, it, there has to be. Oh my gosh! No! No! Whoa! 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 That's yeah, not bro, something whoa. you should be saying today. Whoa! 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 Time out! Don't be saying. I wish off off the off the song. Okay, I I don't mean literally. I mean like <laughs> off the the actual Probably not song. The best okay? choice of words. Okay, but uh, you know, but "Good Girl Gone Bad" isn't exactly you know Gene Simmons at his best either, right? right. But you know, l- let's put it this way: for the sake of harmony, okay, and now make it look like I'm gonna be totally like trying to tip the scales all the time. I will go with "God of Thunder" this time, reluctantly, be- be- reluctantly <laughs> because I still think it's a better song. From a writing standpoint, and overall, I think it's a better song. But I'm telling you, it is no masterpiece. Like you guys seem to be holding it. Lonnie's holding it up on this. No, oh God of Thunder! Oh man, what a great song! I'm not holding it. I love you, Gene. I love you, Bob. I'm just putting it one against the other. For me, there's no comparison. Well, Stanley wrote it. All right, Daniel. Well, uh, I think the Crazy Nights song is uh, pretty good. Uh, actually, I think most of Gene's songs on Crazy Nights are pretty good compared to to what he did on Hunt the Shade later on. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, it's not enough to beat God of Thunder. I actually have to say, I, I really like that, that version of, of God of Thunder. It might have to have to do with me being Scandinavian and we tend to like a little bit of black metal and uh, all that stuff. And I think this is like the uh, genesis of black metal, sort of. It's it's a it's a really heavy, almost scary song. Uh, and I do like I like the little kids in the background. Uh, because it adds to to to, to the song. It feels, yeah. Well, Unfortunately, I have to disagree with you this time around because I think it adds to the atmosphere of the song. It's it's demonic. It's uh, you know, little kids can be kind of scary. I have to deal with them every week uh, mm. at yeah, work. Scary little. She knows. He knows. Mm. He knows. All right. So, uh, by the way, Mark. Um, God of Thunder had already passed through uh, before we got to your discussion. So hmm. it was already three. <clears throat> your, your and Daniel's votes didn't matter at that point. Sorry. Yeah. All right. So next one <laughs> out of the Crazy Nights is actually a really good song, and you can't see shit no. because really good. <clears throat> I'll fight hell to hold you. <clears throat> Versus. Well, this is actually, it's that one. It's that X Factor, the demons of rock and roll. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, rock and roll party. All right, so uh, rock and roll demons, of course, um, is the actual real title for that sound collage that Bob Ezra tacked on to the end of it. There are various explanations as to why he did so, um, none of which I think actually matter a damn. It made the album a little bit longer. Yeah, Mark probably nailed it in one line. Um, so, I'll fight hell to hold you. If you, I have always sung the praises of this song because of the cover done by that fella, Rod Gonzalez. And he takes it into a disco area and makes it a very listenable song. And then someone on the FAQ actually uh, changed the pitch of the vocal on I'll Fight Hell to Hold You, Paul Stanley's, and took it down a half uh, semitone. Um, and 
holy shit, as a more standard from the gut sang rather than a squeezing the testicles version, it's actually very listenable. So this is an easy one for me. Um, Sorry, sound collage. Uh, You're going back into art school. I'll fight hell to hold you from me. Daniel. Same for me, of course. Um, But what I do feel is the strongest part of this song is actually the, the guitar riff. Uh, I would like to hear a version where it's more upfront. You know, it's a, it's kind of similar to I've had enough into the fire, the same sort of riff, uh, but it's way back in the production. You can, it's hard to tell how cool it is. So, um, you know, a new version of this song with the guitars more upfront and it would be a real rocker. So. Yeah, maybe that, Bruce will perform it this weekend at Creatures yeah, Fest. That, Go listen cool. to the demo. There is is the demo now circulates on YouTube with a lot mm-hmm. of less polish and a lot more guitar. So mm-hmm. check that out on YouTube. Mark. Ah, okay. Well, come on. This got to be a no-brainer this time, okay? This, this is going to be... I'll Fight Hell to Hold You is definitely going through, Okay. That's three votes already. So there's there's one for Crazy Nights. Uh, and it, it's a good song. I, I've always liked the song. Yeah, Paul does sing really stratospherically high on the song. But I've, you know, I've also heard the demo versions of it. And it's a good song. Like, it, it's a well-written song. I, I know exactly what he was trying to go for at that point as far as songwriting went. The guitar playing is great. Uh, I think everything about it is good. I think Nevison hit the, the production just right on that. Yeah, it could have been a little bit more guitars and a little less keys, but you know, you got to understand what they were trying to go for on that record overall. And I, I think it's good. Uh, you know, rock this rock and roll demons thing is just, you know, again, Bob Ezrin at his very finest, you know, let's do something really stupid guys. And they all agree. So th- they, they put in this, you know, 30 seconds of complete absolute, like nonsense at the end of the record i i I mean i don't know i don't know why he put that in there but you know i'm glad they put it in because at least now we get a good song from crazy nights going into the next round that's kind of the only reason i let that in because you also never knew what the match was going to be all right lonnie since your vote doesn't count since my vote doesn't count i still say i'll fight hell to hold you i mean no there's no no comparison i mean it's (laughs) <laughs> yeah. so I even have to uh, rock and roll demons <laughs> yeah, contrary. Yeah. I'll fight hell to hold you so that's yeah. That's alright so one obviously. song got through and that'll be the headline tomorrow Kiss FAQ podcast <laughs> voted one song from Crazy Nights through against Destroyer yeah only because it's an 11 10 misbalance alright so next one up from Destroyer is going to be I've got great expectations. Expectations. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Versus, what's it gonna be out of crazy nights? Crazy nights. Crazy. crazy oh nights. no, no, no. What? No, no, no. Gene's got to try and beat himself off here. All right. No, no, no. Or great <laughs> expectations. Wow. Ken. wow. <laughs> Ken? Ken, you're up first, buddy. As I choke on this, um, the uh, okay, uh, yeah, no, no, no. It's actually no, no. It's okay in the song. It's kind, of, you know, it's different. Actually, I like it better now than I did back, back then. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I like. I've become, you know, I've liked great expectations more over the years. Um, I really do. I, 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 don't know. Oh, I like the other version of it, of course, um, which is the you know the original version. But uh, this regular version is it's a good song. It's a it's a nice you know song. It's yeah, it's very different, uh, but I actually kind of enjoy it. So I think it is better than no no no. <laughs> okay, great expectations. I take it. Then who's your vote, Daniel? Yes. Mm, this is pretty close. Um, these two songs are at the bottom of my list, uh, both of them towards the bottom. Um, I don't know. No, no, no has cool parts. I just wish they did something more with the chorus. 
Um, again, the double, uh, the double uh, bass drum. You can't really hear it that much, even though Eric Carr goes wild. Um, but then, on the other hand, great expectations is this kind of slow um, song. And once again, I have to agree with with Mark. The production on on great expectations uh, it isn't um, for my taste really. I think it's uh, a bit pompous. Um, uh, so I, I actually go with no, 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 because it's a rocker. The other one is just boring. Mark. This is easy, okay? Great Expectations represents everything that I hate about this album, okay? Again, more stupid bells and production stuff in this, and, and Gene trying to be all, you know... Oh, it's just clutch my breast like yeah that's the way he good. sings this song is <laughs> yeah. just the most stupidest thing i've ever heard gene simmons do okay and, and the fact that they had the gall to actually do this on the symphonic the symphony thing i just couldn't believe it that he would actually pull that out and play that song but it's no 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 to me I've always loved that song. Bruce Kulick is firing on all cylinders on this song. I mean, that beginning of the song is just incredible. Okay, I mean that that when you I don't even understand how this is a competition because when you put that on side by side, it's like a blowtorch. No, 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 it's just like all over. Great expectations. It has more fire to it. There's there's more energy to it. Great expectations is just them trying to be the Beatles. Okay, and it's also Ezra dreaming that he's George Martin. Okay, and he's not. Okay, not anywhere near that. Okay, it's it's a, to me it's a complete one-sided affair. No, 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 completely trunces this song. Hmm. All right, two one, Lonnie. Great expectation. Um, I think it's 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 a better song. I. I <laughs> I I enjoy, I enjoy it. Laugh at Ken too. Ken picked it. Um, I, 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 it. It's it's closer. It's one of the closer ones to me actually because Great Expectations is not my favorite song off Destroyer by any stretch, but it's still well written and I enjoy it more than No No No. I, I mean. Here, the, the way I look at these, a lot of the times with these songs comparisons is when it comes, if, if I'm just playing Kiss songs at random, you know, I'm, I might hit the skip on, on No, 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 or I'll, I think I'll, I'll listen to, to Great Expectations more times than not. So it wins. You're going to make me the tiebreaker. Great. Yes, sir. Yes, because sir. I, I have to weigh these songs that if I was going to listen to one of these songs right now, which one would I listen to? No, no, no. To be perfectly honest, but I also want to say that Mark raised a good point about God of Thunder. Then he said, if you were talking about the Live Two version of God of Thunder, then he'd be in like Flynn with it. Um, and that same applies to me with No, 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 in that I immediately hear or see Bruce and Eric Carr on the Crazy Nights tour, particularly Tokyo. Uh, the Pro Shop video doing their guitar and drum shit together. Um, and that's that's what's coloring my opinion, even though I'm supposed to only be thinking about the version of Crazy Nights. And it's just impossible for me to separate it. But I think the guitar intro to that with the drum leading in versus a subdued song. I actually like Gene singing that, and I like them doing it on Sympathy, uh, Sympathy Alive 4. It was a good opportunity to bring out the kids and do the stuff to get press and mm -hmm. just be kind of corny. I mean, that, that is Kiss. That is Gene. It's sentimental. Mm -hmm. um, but right now, again, it just comes down to if I was to listen to one of them, I would actually press play on the Crazy Nights nice version. And that's just today. So um, sorry, Great Expectations. Uh, that's actually a surprise to me that we have two Crazy Nights that exceeded expectations. Mm, wow. wow. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs> I did not see two songs going through, but again, it's all down to the matchup and to the moment. The moment and the matchup. All right. Coming out of the Crazy Nights jar is Thief in the Shite. I mean, mm, in the night. In the night. 
is going to go up against. Well, it's going to be Detroit Rock City. Yeah, I was going to say, watch. I don't know. Shout it out loud. <laughs> okay. And uh, let's start with Lonnie. <clears throat> um, Thief in the Night versus Shout It Out Loud. <laughs> I'm gonna go shout. I'm, I'm gonna go shout it out loud later. Are you sure? I think well, I so. Believe it. I, I think so. Um, it's just it's one of the <laughs> Thief in the Night's not a bad song, but when you put it up against one of the most classic Kiss songs of all time, I mean, why why are we on this show? Because we love Kiss and we love the songs that that made them Kiss, and and shout it out loud is, is one of those. So. It, Thief of the night's fine, but shout it out loud is. I mean, you gonna go see? You're gonna are you gonna go see Kiss and them not play Shout It Out Loud? It's one of their signature songs. And why are we Kiss fans? Because of those a lot of times because of those signature songs. Shout it out loud, hands down. Good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> shout it out loud. <laughs> shout out loud. It's just it's just great. It's always been kind of one of my favorite songs of, of theirs. So. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind um, that song's. I mean, yeah, a thief in the night is. Oh, it's it's a, actually a decent Gene song, um, but it's, it's it doesn't compare to uh, shout out loud. It's just a a great you know anthem type song. I'm looking forward to this, Mark. Well, believe it or not, I, I'm going to go with shout it out loud because. Frankly, it's probably one of the two songs off this album that I actually like on it. Uh, you know, the piano on it is, you know, not so horrible. Um, I think overall the song is well written. Um, I think the guitar playing is cool on it. I think that it was well thought out. I like the back and forth vocal on it between Paul and Gene there. And, uh, I just think also that the thief in the night is just terrible. It's un, un, you know, imaginative. It's not memorable at all. I mean, I probably couldn't recite to you a single line off of that song, uh, but shout it out loud, I could probably tell you all of it. You know, and you know, and to go one step further with that, I even covered that on the bonus tracks thing for my own project gemini thing i i had i did a cover of shout it out loud i do like that song whether it's studio or live version of it so there's going to be no argument with me for this one much to your disappointment julian i know you're looking for another quarter in mark response no i was looking for a quarter in lonnie responding to (laughs) no i i was looking forward to you trying to convince us that thief in the night is better than shout out loud (laughs) oh no there's there's no way i can there's no way of doing that this song that song is pretty weak okay and and, I'll, and, I'll, and and if there's one thing you, you got to give me at least credit for is that, you know, I, I'm not going to try to pull that one over you guys. I mean, I, I, I got to at least, you know, stand my ground on the fact that I can spot a good song regardless of my feeling of the album overall. All right, Daniel. Far off in the distance. Mark, that's a line. Shape in the night, all right. So, so I, I do remember some from from uh, Thief in the Night, and I, I don't think it's a bad song. Uh, I think it's um, typical Gene Ada song, pretty good. But against Shout It Out Loud, you know, Shout It Out Loud, loud m- might have a ch- shot at at being in the last ten songs in this whole competition. So, you know, there's no way Thief in the Night can beat Shout It Out Loud. Yeah. Agree, um, and I years ago I did not like shout it out loud. I think even at the beginning of this podcast, I was always saying how much I disliked it. And uh, then end of the road came, and every time it came on, it was just like, you know, all the shows I went to enjoyed the living <laughs> shit out of it. So um, I, I would love to have been a fly on the wall to hear what Paul Stanley had to say when he realized that Deep in the Night had been on Wendy O. Williams' album and got recycled, because mm-hmm. um, I'm pretty sure he didn't know that going in. That, that would be one to know. All right, let's go into the destroyer tub for the next one. Next victim. Victim. Is a cover. King of the Nighttime World versus. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
Hell or high water. Hmm. All right, Mark. Huh. <clears throat> well, again, believe it or not, this is not uh, such a one-sided thing for me this time as well, because I do like King of the Nighttime World. Uh, I think it's one of those songs, because it, look, it, I, I like Detroit Rock City. I'm just going to come out and say it right now. I, I, I've always liked that That's song. Take. Beginning, beginning, <laughs> beginning, beginning to end. I've always loved that. I've always loved that song. You know, whether it's Ezrin's, you know, demented version in his mind of this song, or the one that they play live in concert. Uh, I've always liked that song, and I could like the transition from Detroit Rock City to this song. I always thought it was an interesting, you know, flow to it, and and I always thought that it was it was played very well i think paul sings really good in this um you know it's it is a cover so you know how much of it they had to really take credit for is debatable i guess but i i don't mind hell or high water i think it's a okay song it's probably one of the gene songs off that record that i don't mind i've i've never been much for gene stuff in the 80s uh I'm not sure what it is if it's just because I don't find much of it memorable, but I I don't I don't think the song is that bad. But really, in the in the grand scheme of things, I'm going to go with King of the Nighttime World on this one. Daniel. Yeah, one of Kiss's better better covers, along with uh, you know they made a few good ones like Gotta Give Rock and Roll to You was a big improvement from the original and this one as well. Um, and it took me quite a few years before I. Uh, knew it was a cover because it fit so well with the classic kiss songs so it was a real good uh pick to 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 do a cover of this song so it's uh i think it can go pretty far in the competition uh, king of the nighttime world and the gene song off of crazy nights it's it's decent but nothing more so king of the nighttime world all right ken <laughs> um <laughs> King of the Nighttime World. I'm surprised that Lonnie actually, or not Lonnie, but uh, Mark liked the uh, transition. I mean, that's that was a nice job that Bob Ezrin did there from the car crash wow. into the, you know, into the next song. So I'm just kind of surprised there. Um, but yeah, King of the Nighttime World. Yeah, they didn't write it, but uh, it's still uh, a, a great cover and great job on the song. And, and it's it's better than the other song. I mean, I'm, I like you know Gene songs uh, more than anyone else, but I, you know I know that King of the Time, King of the Nighttime World is a better song. Yeah, I'm on. yeah, it's it's King of the Nighttime World. Hell or High Water is fine, but King of the Nighttime World, you know, it's classic stuff. I mean, I I love King of the Nighttime World. It's slam dunk. Yeah. You're right, Slam Dunk King, you know, Headlight Queen, great lyrics. Kiss makes that song, by the way. When we did finally hear the Hollywood Stars version, completely different character, slow, kind of <laughs> plodding, and the changes that were made by, you know, Kiss to make that song, give it the character and the dynamics that it's got, and it's Kiss guys are a completely different creature. Hell or High Water, I really like as a song, but there's no way I'm fucking voting for it. Uh, yeah. Ever versus a classic era song so all right next up Make sure that's my way <laughs> versus flaming youth bonnie mm -hmm. start with you <clears throat> I'll give you a couple minutes. <laughs> Flaming Youth, come on. Um, my way is not bad. It's motivational. It's it's kind of like it's kind of like it, it. My way is actually a is 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 a very Kiss type of song where you know it's you know going for what you want, doing you know you know your thing, this and that. Um, it's good song, but Flaming Youth is also a very Kiss type of song as well, you know. My parents think I'm crazy and they hate the things I do type stuff, you know. And um, I, I have a hard time choosing my way over over a classic like Flaming Youth. 
Um, it's Flaming Youth is a really good song. It's very underrated, I think, in my opinion, actually. So it's, it's Flaming Youth. Daniel. Well, at times I feel people can't look beyond the high-pitched vocals from Paul on my way because it's actually mm -hmm. a really, really good song. Um, <laughs> actually, I would say it's one of my favorites off of Crazy Nights. And when I did my list, uh, Flaming Youth and My Way are next to each other. So I couldn't really decide, but, but I, I think I have to go with Flaming Youth because it's a... a it's a more complete song, sort of, because there's really nothing that you can um, pick out that you, you, you feel is bad. The high-pitched vocals, really, I wish they would have done it otherwise, some, in some other way, uh, my, uh, when they did My Way, because there is a really good song somewhere buried behind the vocals, but it's it's just, just not enough to beat Flaming Youth, I think, but it's pretty close for me. In honor of uh, one of my favorite films, My Cousin Vinny. I always call this Flaming Ute. All right, Mark. Um, honestly, not one of my favorites. Uh, Which? Either, either, either one of them. I mean, Flaming Youth. I'm just going to present this comment. If you took Flaming Youth off of this album and put it on another Kiss record, would you think as highly of it as you do? I don't think you would. I think that this song has half of its, you know, great ratings is because it's on Destroyer. You know, I don't think it's that great a song. It's flaming you. Da, da, okay, everybody, it's. Yeah. I I I don't know. I don't. I've never really liked the song. I don't like the little calliope thing that's going on in there either. Do 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 do. It's like, come on again. Bob Ezrin had one too many lines. Like, guys, I got a great idea. Yeah. And they're probably like, okay, Bob, we'll 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 do it. I I don't I don't like it. I mean, I I don't think my way is a great song either. Again, it's one of those songs where you know the singing is way too high. You know, it's it it isn't as good a song structurally. I'll use the line that Daniel said. It's not a com as complete a song, right? So strictly only on that premise i'll go with flaming youth but like i said the, the, that to me this song is like one of the bottom of the barrel songs on this album yeah but we got mark voting for destroyer songs that's a good day <laughs> yeah. yep all right Ken. yeah um flaming youth wins um yeah, the the high pitch vocal stuff in my way is just—I mean, all, all that stuff that they were, you know, Paul was doing like that was just turned me off. Um, but yeah, especially my way, that was just ridiculous. Um, <laughs> um, you know, though, Mark, if you put Flaming Youth on another album like Crazy Nights, it would probably make Crazy Nights better, actually. Wow. Um, so anyway. I don't think so. <laughs> I think so, unless they mess up the production on it like they did. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, Flaming Youth is is the winner for me. Flaming Youth, yeah, my way. It's just the high pitch. It's just such a turn off. It's unbelievably tortuous. It's like climb every mountain in Paul Stanley style. It's just. <laughs> insufferable They're like me so i'm surprised i don't like it um yeah, moving on rapidly i'm really dreading that there's not going to be the one combination that's going to come up that's still possible all right yeah all right crazy well crazy nights mm. here it comes Versus. yeah we're waiting for it i hope not why should i do i don't care yeah. Yeah. whatever will be will be caseserar is <laughs> it fast Oh, wow. Oh, God. Really interesting. Okay. <laughs> wow. I'm going first. Beth. Team Green. Always. I'm not oh. voting for Crazy Crazy Nights. Simply, my first reaction to that song is the same now that it was way back. This was the first new song I ever heard by Kiss after becoming a fan, and my reaction was not positive. So give me Beth. <laughs> Literally, Mark. 
Sorry, sorry. I just I'm I'm a bit winded after that. Okay. Was my logic flawed? You're, no, I mean, look at. I know that you are Team Green through and through. You are a Peter Chris man. Like I've never met a guy that's as pro Peter Chris as you are, and that's nothing wrong with that. I think he's a good guy. You know, I think that he's been, you know, beaten about the brow the brown too much by Gene and those guys over the years. He doesn't deserve it. He's a good guy. He was an important part of Kiss, but. I don't think that Beth even comes close to crazy, crazy nights as far as it goes. I mean, if you, you you said this before, if I'm gonna play two songs right now, which one would I skip? I mean, I, I'm gonna skip Beth. I mean, first of all, I've had the misfortune, I guess, of having to hear hear that song so much, and usually I I usually compliment my older sister, but she ruined that song for me. Okay, she listened to that stupid fucking 45 so many times in the house. I, I thought I was going to go nuts with that song. It was just played so much in our house. And look, it's a it's a decent song, you know, but, you know, th this is another one that has Bob Ezrin stamp all over it. Okay, and, and I'll go on record to say that I'd rather hear Peter Chris do it with just an acoustic guitar and sing it than the one that's on the album. Okay. You can't play guitar. Okay, well, just anybody played on acoustic guitar, and him sing it. Okay. Crazy, crazy nights is much more upbeat. I think it's 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 definitely one of the best songs on that record for sure. It's one of the songs that the production works fine for. You know, it was probably tailor made for that kind of production, and it 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 is to me probably one of the only bona fide hits off of that record. So. To me, and while Beth is a hit as well, obviously it was a gold record for them. I, I just, I, I had it ruined for me. You know, it, it was not only just, you know, the fact that I hate Ezrin's production of it. I, I just heard it way too much in my younger years. And so I can't stand the song. So crazy, crazy nights. That's a one of people's choice award. Lonnie. <laughs> That's it's it's a tough one actually, because I do enjoy Crazy Crazy Nights, and I do appreciate Beth and for what it did for Kiss. So I have because of what Beth did for Kiss, I'm gonna go back. It's it's a difficult choice, but I'm gonna, I am going to go back. Thank God. Um, Daniel. Well, if it wasn't for Beth, we might have seen the end of Kiss forty years ago, almost. Uh, so it did a lot for the band. However, if any other band did Beth. I don't think I would pay any attention to that song. I don't exactly. even think it's look. I don't think it's close to being any of Kiss's best ballads. They have, they have four or five that are better in my mind, uh, and it's not even Peter Chris's best ballad. I think Hard Luck Woman is way better than Beth. It's overrated, uh, and just because something <coughs> is a hit doesn't mean it's a good song. I mean, uh, we did a, an episode on, on Revenge a few weeks back, and the number one song in America was Jump by Chris Cross. A huge hit, a terrible song. So just because it's, uh, people listen to it doesn't mean it's, it's good. And this is a case of that. So Crazy Crazy Nice is it's a great party song. Um, and I always, in the back of my mind, think about how it works live i've seen both of these songs live and uh, i was actually surprised what crazy crazy nights did i know it was a hit in the uk but did nothing over here uh, and the audience went wild so it works uh, beth on the other hand it's just a, i don't know i'm one you know uh, a ballad that if any other band did it you wouldn't listen to it daniel I've always liked you, 
but now you have reached <laughs> such a high stratosphere of liking in my. I like rating. you too. I like you too, Mark. You you are you are the man, Daniel. That logic was <clears throat> absolutely spot on, perfectly said. Thank you, my. Lon 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 doesn't seem too too happy with that logic, so he he might hate me. <laughs> You already spoke. Yeah. Hey, you're the tiebreaker. Oh, well, then it's Destroyer. You know, uh, mm-hmm. here we go. When, I first, when Crazy Nights first came out, uh, they had the single came out, and I remember buying the 45. I thought it was the greatest thing. I thought Kiss was back, you know. Uh, just at first, I thought, oh, oh, I said, well, this is a great, you know, catchy song. It's going to be a huge hit. Um, no, it didn't. <laughs> didn't become a huge hit but uh and and then i realized later over time that you know that it wasn't it's really not kiss i mean it's really not a kiss i mean anthem kind of yes um but But again a a lot of falls on production i guess um Mm. it's it's pretty tough i mean and beth the first time i heard beth i hated the song i really didn't like it uh it kind of caught me off guard when I heard it after listening to some of the other stuff. But through the years, I've become to like Beth a lot, you know, more than I have with Crazy Night. And Crazy Night's kind of waned for me over throughout the years, where then Beth kind of, you know, kind of grew on me more uh, throughout the years. So it's not just because it is important. Um, you know, I, I think that Kiss would have survived had Beth not even been on that album. Um, they were already recording rock and roll, you know, rock and roll over, and they're going to have, you know, Calling Dr. Love and Harlot Women and whatever. Um, but uh, I, I'm going to have to give it to Beth. Um, uh, it, it's very it's very close, but I, I'm going to just lean on the Beth side. I feel your pain, Daniel. I feel it, brother. Our logic was impeccable, but it just went on deaf ears, my friend. All right, next next up is uh, turn on the night. Oh, okay, this is the versus, one I'm fearing. Versus, it's a good song, well, but you you know which songs are still. I know that's what I'm fearing. Still, what's still in the tank, though? Sweet pain. You're right. Sweet. Oh, pain. thank God. Sweet turn pain on the night versus it. sweet pain. Oh. Um. Well, he's taking a sip again, so let's start with Daniel. Um, for me, Sweet Pain is probably in the worst song on Destroyer for me. Um, I, no. I, never, I never got it. No, I, I know Ken likes it, but that's just because Gene is singing it. Uh, <laughs> just because. It's, it's, wow. <laughs> my love will drive you insane. No, uh, it's a terrible <laughs> song. Uh, so the Dracula I wish that, version. I, I, <laughs> Yeah, I wish they didn't. They didn't. They didn't put it on the album. Uh, on the other hand, on the other hand, turn on the uh, turn on the night is a pretty good party song. It's not my favorite or crazy nights, but it's way better than Sweet Pain. Sweet Pain gets a lot of attention mostly because it's on Destroyer. Put it on another album in the eighties, everyone would hate it. So hate you're voting for hate is what I am. Turn What's on the pick? night. Turn on the night. All right, Ken. Yeah, you know, Sweet Pain was always one of my favorite ones off of uh, oh my God. Destroyer when, it, <laughs> when I first heard it. I thought it was a cool song. I thought it was great. Uh, I I like the lyrics. <laughs> uh, it's an interesting subject, but uh, it, you know, I I've always I've always liked the song. Um, there's a lot of people that don't like that song, but I always have liked that song. And it's just like I've always liked, you know, things like Almost Human and, and those types of things. Those are a little, they're quirky. They're a little different. They're not your standard, same old, same old uh, written song. And uh, I enjoy it. So I'm going to go with Sweet Pain. Mark. <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm going to go, and this should be no surprise, Seriously, I mean, I've mentioned before how when I went to California, one of the first times that when I had the rental car and I turned on the radio in the middle of the night in California, that this song came on, uh, Turn On The Night. 
and it impacted me like a song never did really in a car drive before. So it's going to go without saying, I'm going to go with Turn On The Night because to me, it is a much better song than Sweet Pain. I mean, Sweet Pain, I, I have to agree with Daniel. It, it's terrible. I, I Just that whole beginning of the song is just weak. Dan and, and, and come on. And you really like having Gene going, ah, in your ear when it starts up. Like, yeah. Come on, man. I love it. It, That's it, what's like, good about it. It's terrible. Like, that is like, I don't want to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole thing at the end with the, you know, the, as much as I do like gospel type singing, you know, I love will drive you in. That thing at the end. Nah. Again, Bob Ezrin, what was he thinking with this kind of stuff uh, on these songs? This kiss is not like, you know, the four tops or something. Give me a break, man. Like, why do we have to put, why does he have to put that kind of stuff in kiss songs? I don't get it. You know, but Turn on the Night, great song. You know, I, I've always thought it had a great energy to it. Great guitar playing again. Paul Stanley sings it fantastic. You know, I even think the video is as cheesy as it is. I, I, I kind of have a soft spot for the video of this song. You know, all, all, all overall, I think it's a much more memorable song to me than Sweet Pain ever will be, in my opinion. Lonnie. Um, I like Sweet Pain. I like Turn On The Night. But I'm going to go Turn On The Night in this scenario. I think Turn On The Night is the better of the two songs at the end of the day. Wow. Um, just looking at them song for song. I, I, you know, like I said, I like, I like Sweet Pain. I think, I think it's a great, I think it's a good song. Um, but... I think Turn on the Night is more of a kiss type song, really. Yes. You know, it's more like an anthem type thing, really, at the end of the day. So, and, and as much as I like Sweet Pain, as much as I like Destroyer, um, is Turn on the Night. Yep. Same. Way to go, Lonnie. Just, just being honest. Yeah. Love, ter love Turn on the Night, hate Sweet Pain. Never, never like Sweet Pain, pain at all. No. Um, I don't skip it, but it doesn't do anything for me. Whereas Turn on the Night's fantastic, just a uh, really good anthem, one of the best from that um, era. All right, last matchup, and then we'll see which one uh, gets the automatic buy. Uh, <laughs> which means Detroit Rock City is the last one from uh, Destroyer. And it's going up against <laughs> bang, 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 you. <laughs> oh, <my God>. Nice. <laughs> I'll make this quick. Detroit we Rock have City. to go around the room. Uh, Daniel. Detroit Rock City. That will probably end up in the, you know, in the finale, so to speak, I guess. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm seeing Detroit against Black Diamond in the final. We'll, we'll see what the matchup is. Uh, yep. Because, Ooh, uh, you know, Lonnie. It, yeah, it's Detroit Rock City. I mean, like I like my game is that I can definitely see it in at minimum final four. It's, it's kisses his finest. Ken. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's say. Yeah, Detroit Rock City. Um, you can see the diminishing, you know, songwriting skills of Bang Bang You. Yeah, that's <laughs> ten that's years true. later or whatever it was, but uh, yeah, it was ten years later, wasn't it? Yeah, so pretty much. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it's quite different, quite different. So yeah, Detroit Rock City is a classic and just a better song. Period. Daniel, you want me to go again? Oh wait, no. Did I miss anyone? Yeah, do it again. I think it's Mark. Mark. Yeah, you missed, Mark. You missed me. <laughs> oh, sorry, Mark. Yeah. You did it on purpose. Tell us why Bang Bang is better than Detroit. <laughs> well, actually. Oh. Actually. Don't say actually. Okay. <laughs> bang Bang You actually isn't as bad a song as you might think. It's really? actually much much worse than you think. Oh. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> It would never, Maybe. ever, in my wildest dreams, even compare. We would to kick Detroit you off Rock the show because Detroit Rock City, whether whether it's Boop. this version or the you know double platinum version or the you know the, the smashes thrashes hits version, it doesn't matter. Detroit Rock City yeah. is still probably one of Kiss's most memorable 
signature songs that they ever wrote. So, you know, I was worried about this one going up against uh, Turn On The Night. That was the one where I was going to have the real dilemma. But so I'm glad that didn't mm. happen. So, and, and that is kind of the whole reason why we're doing this so totally randomly, because we're going to get some absolutely astine matchups, and it's all out of our hands. When your walls come down, goes into the white cup for the nice. round against the B-sides, it gets a, a free, um, it's got a reason to live. All right, yeah. so the, the songs going through are Do You Love Me, um, King of the Nighttime World, God of Thunder, I'll Fight Hell to Hold You, can't believe it, Turn On The Night, No, 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 Shout It Out Loud, Beth, Flaming Youth, and Detroit Rock City. All right, let's pick the uh, the albums that are going to be our next batch up. Uh-oh. So, I'll, keep, I'll uh, keep quiet. Out of the black, <laughs> yeah. no jinxing us, everyone. Happy thoughts, happy thoughts, happy thoughts. Happy thoughts. It's going to be the elder. Ooh, the elder. Okay. Another Ezra and White Line special mm. is going to go up against. Oh fuck off, Asylum. I knew it was oh, going to be that. Wow. Yo, oh, when you said the elder, oh, I, was oh, man. I gotta no. be on that show. I knew it. Slide. Oh, that's gonna be Mark, brutal. Mark, we we gotta be on that show, Mark. Yes, absolutely. Oh, you, you guys, we will we will schedule it around you two. But I love Asylum, and obviously, Tim did the book uh, Odyssey. So that's gonna be a really interesting matchup. So we'll have to see where things go. So we've added ten songs into the uh, the Vinny pink cup of mystery that'll be the next round and when we do get to that round we'll pick 10 matchups from it as we go and it'll just these things will be into deathmatch so these album matchups aren't going to get any easier when you have uh you know crazy nights versus destroyer and now asylum versus the elder it's all down to what those song picks are as they come out of the the cup so we shall see anyway That'll be it for this week. Uh, we'll see you, I guess, next time. And we'll be back at some point to do our round three and have the elder take on Asylum. And God, that's going to be painful. Yes. All right. So for Mark, Daniel, Lonnie, and myself, thanks for joining us. And we'll see you next time. And Ken. Oh, and, and Ken. Ken. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> not used to there being so many people on a panel. Shit. <laughs> Thank you for spending time listening to the KISS FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the KISS FAQ message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.